0: In this week's parasha, in Parish of we have the Az that that uh, ostensibly we're meant to be saying it every day, I don't know if everybody has time to say it every day, but we say it once in a hopefully you say it once in a while, and um, if you see that Chazal wanted us to say it every day, that means every every part of it, every Pasuk in it is an important lesson, it is important for us to ingrain within ourselves by saying it every day. And there are many Pesukim and az that we've spoken in the past, and are well-known and understood. Zekele like, van Ve'u, vera there are Pesukim Az-Yashu we understand. But there's other Pesukim as well that we say, and we don't understand that much. I want to focus on one of them. The Pesach is a short Pesach, Hashem Yishmulchama Hashem Shmai. Hashem is the master of war. Hashem Shmai, his name is Hashem. So, what does this plastic really mean, right? What is the plastic saying? Hashem is the master of war, that we understand. He waged war against the Mitzrayim. What's Hashem Shemai? His name is Hashem. What is the praise also when we say Hashem is the master of war? What exactly is that praise? So, Rashi says to explain what does Hashem Shemai mean. Hashem is his name. So, first Rashi says that Hashem doesn't fight with weapons and guns. Hashem fights with his name alone. As David HaMelech told Goliath, when he approached Goliath, he says, I am approaching you with the name of Hashem. We fight, Hashem fights with the name of Hashem. Now, truthfully, David Amalekh did fight with a weapon. He had a slingshot. So what exactly does Rashi want over here? What, what does this mean also? What's the, the depth of this? Hashem Shmai. Hashem fights with his name. And the second shot Rashi says, is also a fascinating shot. He says that a human king, when he has a war on his hands, that's it, that's the only thing he's doing. He doesn't focus on anything else, all matters of state of the country, they're secondary, he they doesn't have time to think about it. All he it can focus on is the war. But Hashem, while he's taking revenge and punishing his enemies, he continues to exhibit mercy and kindness, and he feeds and he sustains the whole world. That's Hashem Shemai. Even though he's Ishmael Chama, even though he's a, a, the master of the war, Hashem Shemai, mercy, he still exhibits and continues to practice Hashem's midah of mercy, which is a tremendous praise of Hashem. But we do have to understand how it fits into Az Yasher, which is all focusing on Malchus are focusing on the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his great display of strength and might. How does this fit in? So there's a tremendous amount of depth to this, which we're just going to touch on, but there's, there's so much to think about. The Shem Shmuel starts to explain the first pshat. What does it mean that Hashem fights with his name? Hashem Shmuel, he fights, doesn't fight with weapons, he fights with his name. So he says a, a deep concept, which is essentially a Kabbalistic concept, but this part of it we can understand. He says when Hashem comes to fight, and he came in this case to fight the mitzvah, and the Midrashim say this, that Malachim wanted to fight, he said, no, it's going to be me. Hashem doesn't fight with any kind of physical fight. There's no weapon, there's nothing nothing that kills the mitzvah physically. The way the mitzrim died was that Hashem approached them and Hashem sucked out any Kadusha that they had. Any Kadusha that they had, which was referred to in Kabbalistic terms as Nitsis Hakadusha, any holiness that were in this mitzvah was sucked out and therefore they died. They ceased to exist. And they how they died was it was irrelevant at that point. But that was what actually caused their death. Kudhu came Hashem Shemai with the Kadusha Hashem and removed any Kadusha that they had. Now, it's a deep concept, but on a simple level, what I think this means is like this Every human being was created for one purpose, a one person purpose only. To give covet to HaKadosh Baruch, Hu, to create Machlash Shemayim. It's a Pasik. Everything that I created is a Pasik Everything that I created, that was created for my name, I created to give me, to give HaKadosh Baruch. Hu, Covet to create Malka Shemayim, because that's the best thing for us. That's how we get a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu and how we're Zaycha to the greatest pleasure. That, like the Moshe says, that's possible. If we are given this opportunity to show Koyit Shemayim, to praise Hashem, and to Davin, we, 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 we bring greater Koyit Shemayim into this world. We accomplish our purpose. Every human being was created for that reason. And that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to do. Now, every human being has to fulfill that purpose. Now, the, the only choice is will we do it willingly? Or will we do it unwillingly? Tzaddikim, do it willingly. They choose to serve Hashem. You do have Hashem, you bring Kuwait Shemayim into the world. You sanctify Hashem's name. You make Kiddush Hashem. A Rasha who chooses not to do that will then be used as a vessel to bring Kuvayi Shemayim into the world. Because the purpose of a human being is going to be recognized. And all, it is, all we can do is choose whether it should be willing or whether it should be unwilling. A Tadik chooses it. He, he serves Hashem and He creates Kvei that way. A Russia chooses against, so he's, he, he still accomplishes his purpose, just unwillingly. He becomes a vessel. He, he, and the vessel is that Hashem demonstrates His might and His power by Bittul HaRa. Ra, evil, achieves, achieves his purpose by being destroyed. By demonstrating how good over, o, overcomes evil always. K'vei is always recognized. So what it means that Hashem removes the Kadusha from Arashah means that rasha was given his chance constantly to do tshuva and to serve Hashem willingly and he ch- constantly chose against. At that point, then it reverts to plan B. And then Hashem removes it unwillingly, and by doing so, demonstrates the superiority of kedusha, the truth of, of koveit shemaim, the truth of malchus shemaim. And then the person reaches his tachlis through unwillingly, through being a vessel. That's that's how his kedusha is re- is reached. His kedusha is recognized and is removed from him, and therefore he dies. There's no purpose anymore to live. The Egyptians, by being destroyed, accomplished a great koveit shemaim. Actually, the greatest koveit shemaim in history until Mashiach comes. They didn't do it willingly. They're not getting schar. When they go to Shemayim, they're going to be happy that it happened, but they're not going to get any reward for it because they didn't choose it. But nevertheless, that's what happened. They lived to create Kuwait Shemayim, and they died creating Kuwait Shemayim. And that's how Hashem wages war with His name. That's the war. There's a war between good and bad, and Hashem's name always it comes out on top. It is always Kueh Shemayim that is achieved. Now it goes a step further. The Shach al Atira, that's one of the Talmidim of Barizal, He says another point, which develops this further. He says that Chazal say that, uh, say they're explaining pasuk, ba'Mishpat in hazinu that when a normal person shoots an arrow, you shoot it, it's over. You can't stop it then. It's going to hit its mark, and and the person, whoever gets hit, will be hurt. But Hashem, Hashem could send an arrow and He's still holding on to it. He can stop it at any point. When Hashem issues a harsh decree, He issues a judgment, a punishment, it can stop any moment. And nothing, there's nothing that prevents Hashem from stopping it. He's always in control. Which means that even after Mitzvah were in the water and they were dying, if they would have done tshuva, they would have stopped. They would not have died. And there was no point in the judgment where their other way of achieving kavod shemaim could not have been recognized. They could have. They could have chosen to willingly serve Hashem Baruch and do tshuva. Pari officially survived, according to some edrasim. He had to hear a year If they would have changed, if they would have chosen to change, they immediately would have been shifted over to plan to, to the to the main way that a person is meant to show kavod shemaim, and that never ends. That's why Hashem is ish Muhammad. Hashem is the master of the war. The war is totally in Hashem's control at every moment. And it turns out, if so, that essentially the war that was occurring during Yamsuf wasn't an expression of Midas Hadin, and the Shem Bishmol says this as well. It wasn't punishment. It was actually Midas HaRachamim. It was a function of Rachamim. It was Hashem's desire, the greatest Rachamim that Hashem has, which is to give everybody an opportunity to fulfill their purpose of serving Akadosh Baruch and creating Kuwait Shemayim. And this was that last moment opportunity for last ditch effort to get the mitzvah to do tshuva, and they didn't, and their, 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 their function was recognized otherwise. But there was no moment in time when this war was being waged that it wasn't Hashem Shemite. It wasn't a function, essentially, of Midas to bring a person to the greatest Kedusha that he could possibly achieve, one way or another. And that's why the second Shadow of Rashi works seamlessly with the first, it's not a distraction for Hashem when he's making a war. Okay, I'm doing a war, I can't give sustenance to the rest of the world. It's the same thing, it's the same act of giving people an opportunity to praise him. Hashem gives food, he gives clothing, he gives us what we need so that we can recognize him and praise him and, and thank him for it and, and reach Kvayat Shemaim. Hashem is the same, Hashem's doing the same thing. When a a a, 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 malach, a king, is at war, he's doing something very different than take caring for his nation. Hashem is doing the exact same thing. <clears throat> and this gives us uh, perspective on any great display of gvura and, um, and might by Hashem. When we see natural disasters, pandemics, and all the miracles that we know in our history, they're there to bring the world to its purpose, to bring kowei Chemaim. And we're all participants. The show is for our benefit. The kowei Chemaim has to be achieved, and we're the ones who make it happen by recognizing it and by appreciating it. So that we could have a greater understanding of Qayt Shemayim. and the the concept of Hashem Ish Muhammad is that in a typical war, there's no control. There's, as a general once said, that the, the, you you plan and you plan and you plan, and then as soon as you begin the war, all the plans go out the window. You can't. The, the war is the greatest unpredictable thing in the world. There's no way to understand who dies and who gets spared and who, who survives. And there's always collateral damage. And there's innocent people that get killed and innocent people that suffer. But now, when Hashem does war, when Hashem does war, everything, every arrow get to its point, and there's never a moment that the choice is always there, and the choice is always given. Do you choose to do this, or this will happen without your choice? Are you going to bring Kuwait Shemayim willingly, or will it be done against your will? Hashem, ish Muhammad he is the Bailam of Muhammad, he controls the war for the purpose of Hashem Shemayim, to bring the name of Hashem, the the demonstration of mercy, of Rahamim, to bring Kuwait Shemayim, to give us the opportunity to serve a Baruch Hu, every moment of what we experience and everything that we witness is all an embodiment of that concept of Hashem Hashem and Hashem Shammai. It's just a thought about one, one of the psukim in, uh, in Az Yashir. Have uh, a good night and a wonderful Shabbos. <clears throat>